the point is to customize the content rather than in a one size fits all approach. And also to make the content interactive so people are engaged with it and they're, and they're making micro commitments as they're consuming the lead generation magnet and have this seamless connection between sales and marketing. This is Digital Marketing. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you up to date on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you'd be focused on to the cutting edge tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Daniel Levis, the owner of Science of Client Getting, and we're talking AI because everybody's talking AI. No, uh, AI could be huge in terms of client getting and uh, lead generation. So I thought we could uh, broach that subject. So welcome, Daniel. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. So we know AI is taking over the world, at least in marketing. Um, how have you uh, seen kind of the best ways to use it in terms of automating lead gen or simplifying lead gen or, or what's the, the utilization there? Yeah, well, I mean, without a doubt, uh, what's hot right now is our um, not just regular AI, conversational AI nope. powered lead gen. And uh, what this is, is lead gen magnets, lead generation magnets that ask questions and deliver a specific payload to your prospective client based on how they self-identify. So if your situation, Mr. Prospect, is this, then the video talks about it. Ah. And it tells stories about somebody who's a lot like you somebody who struggled with the same issues and was able to overcome them. And Mr. Customer, if your situation is this over here, well, then that's another story. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that concept. And that's actually something I, I, I've written articles about in terms of how generative AI is going to beat out any other type of uh, lead magnet or content just because it's going to be specific to an individual. And so when you're saying that, you, you know, the, uh, say, lead-specific lead magnet, um, would it be like a short questionnaire first, and then it would basically generate the, the piece of content based off of that questionnaire and then be a PDF or is it a web page or how does it look? No, it's all, vi- it's all video. Oh, all video, okay. And it, it doesn't happen, uh, like, it's not like, hey, answer these 20 questions and take my quiz or take my survey. And then, you know, people get tired and at, at the 11th question, this is one question at a time. So in the video, you ask them a question, they answer the question, and then you start talking about what they want to talk about. Wow. Then you ask them another question, they answer, and you, you talk more about what they want to talk about. And the idea is you're getting them to self-identify. So mm. this is who I am. This is my situation. This is my problem. And then... At the fourth level, you're telling them a story that sounds a lot like them. Mm. And so the end result is an, it, it, the end result is an almost irresistible offer to hop on a discovery call and get some help. Wow. Yeah, that, that does sound like a game changer because it would basically uh, tee up the perfect prospect and you know exactly what their triggers are, right? Yeah. So you have a much, much lower cost per lead. 
much higher revenue per lead because you're only talking to people who are already pre-sold and pre-qualified and whom you know a lot more about than you otherwise would and much higher return on ad spend, which means you can scale a lot bigger and a lot faster. So it's, it's a total game changer. That's amazing. And is that, is that actual AI you're talking about? Is that what your company developed or just kind of put together? No, it's, uh, it's based on a technology that's been developed by Video Ask. Oh, Video Ask, okay. Which is a subsidiary of Typeform. Oh, nice. I actually just interviewed, uh, was it the president? No, I think it was the CMO of, of Typeform. And so they, she didn't share anything. <laughs> she was a great <laughs> guest, but whenever I asked specific questions, she was like, trying to dodge them. I'm like, oh, same right. thing happened with Meta. But uh, that's awesome. She didn't mention this. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that is a game changer. So have you actually tested this uh, kind of concept? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've been using it for the last year or so. Oh, wow. Okay. It was great results. And uh, we teach it as well. As part of the science of client getting. So our lead gen, I mean, we teach all types of lead gen magnets and lead gen, but that's what's working best right now. And that's what uh, people want. I mean, they want something new and fresh and exciting because, you know, the, the, the day when the evergreen webinar was new and fresh and exciting is, you know, come and gone. Coming to an end. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, really, I think it's a logical progression of uh, what we're actually trying to achieve with lead gen, which is not, hey, let's find these individuals that fit the message that we produced. And instead, hey, let's just let the user determine the message that will resonate with them. And then we'll simply facilitate it. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That, and that also goes, it also serves the whole idea that you know, lead gen is not just about, hey, I got this cool thing that, you know, you should want and here it is. Lead gen has to be more about developing the relationship, making the case, pre-selling, pre-qualifying. It's not just about, hey, let's, you know, build a list of 100,000 names. Let's, let's get, you know, 10,000 customers or clients. Mm. Perfect customers or clients. And that's, uh, I think that's the trick there. So how's the, you know, in terms of the questions being asked, I know it's, it's generative based off of, uh, do you actually create a database of the content that's going to be driving uh, yeah, yeah. the answers? You have, you have to create that first, at least for now. And so is it, uh, a, just a period of data collection from the user or do you actually, or from the the client or do they create all the content and then say, okay, here's the content and that's going to drive the answers. Well, a lot of the answers are multiple choice, right? You, you start with multiple choice and then you graduate to, to, uh, essay questions, mm -hmm. right? So the first question has to be very easy. <laughs> and, uh, so multiple choice is obviously the easiest. It should be just two choices and nice. very easy to answer. And then the questions get. Uh, successively harder to answer until you get to the essay questions at the end. And that's where you get, well, they, I mean, the multiple choice questions are valuable too, but the essay questions are more valuable when it comes to doing the actual call. Mm. 
Now, yeah. the user, when they're going through this process, are they actually, is it a voice recognition, like they're talking to the AI, AI essentially, or are they having to type in their answer, or is it just the, well, I'm talking specifically about the essay questions, not the, the multiple yeah, choice. Yeah, just type, typing. You can, oh, typing. Okay. you can have them talk, you can have them do it in a video, but we don't, we just use a, yeah, because you're doing lead gen, right? Like you don't want to put like barriers in front of it, right? They, yeah, they see it the at, Mike. Yeah, do you have the camera? Yeah, so you want to make it easy. That's awesome. So, how many questions is it most of the time? Because I know you have the kind of like prepping questions, and then as they get to the the essay version, I'm guessing it's um, was it five questions, ten questions, or at least ten questions. Ten. Yeah. So you have the four the four uh, multiple choice questions, and then roughly ten uh, essay. Essay questions. Some of the some of the questions at the end are also multiple choice, but some of them are essay questions. Okay. And so so your kind of expertise is about how to generate these questions to lead to uh the video being created that's gonna sell them on the concept. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the one of the things we we teach. I mean, the the science of client getting is all about helping coaches and consultants and advisors, agencies, service pros, solution providers, basically anybody selling an intangible to build automated client getting and client serving systems that, that empower you to grow and to scale mm -hmm. your business. And those systems consist of offer systems, how to deliver your expertise, in a way that is leveraged and profitable and that, that is not contingent on you being essential to the business. Mm. Lead generation systems that are scalable and that do not depend on manual prospecting. Mm. Traffic systems that fuel profitable growth, conversion systems that leverage a real-time sales conversation at the last mile, which is such a great fit for conversational AI because you're pulling all of this information ahead of time. You're creating uh, much more rapport and trust and liking ahead of time for that call. And of course, follow-up follow systems that, that maximize uh, ROI and long-term client value. That's fantastic. Well, I think it's um, more complex than people make most of the sales cycles. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you talk about the, the connection between sales and marketing, it's there's a big disconnect there because a lot of times the marketers will hand off the lead and the salespeople will be like, that's not a good lead. And then it'll go back to the marketers or vice versa, where they're like, I got you the leads and they were awesome and you guys just suck. <laughs> so does uh, this system kind of help coordinate that connection between marketing and the the sales? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it obliterates the connection. It turns them into one cohesive um, system, basically. Mm -hmm. Like one process, you're all coming together to essentially make the marketing pieces too. Cause I think that's another disconnect where that solves through generative AI is, you know, somebody has to make the thing, you know, you got to shoot the video, you got to make the download, you got to make the web page or whatever it is. And this sounds like, no, you don't worry about that so much as you worry about providing the options for people to create their own solutions. Is that a good way to look at it? Well, I don't think we're quite there yet. I, th I think you still have some work to do in terms of, of content, but um, the point is to customize the content. 
rather than in a one size fits all approach. And also to make the content interactive so people are engaged with it and they're, and they're making micro commitments as they're consuming the lead generation magnet and have this seamless connection between sales and marketing. Marketing is really just an extension of sales, right? If, if you're not, if you're not advancing the sale at every step of your marketing, you know, you're, you're, you're missing the boat really. No. And I think that's, um, that's on all sides, you know, not just through sales and marketing, but also content. You know, we always talk about the connection between content and, and the paid advertising or how do they interact? Which one is actually leading to the sale is both are both even necessary. Like these are all, <laughs> <laughs> these are all debates yeah. that are had constantly. That's but, a big one there. Oh yeah. It's uh well now with AI, since you can generate any amount of content you want, not necessarily good content, but you know, if you're doing what you're saying, which is essentially creating a custom AI who's going to answer questions uh based on the needs of the user, you know, then then you're making progress instead of just here's the content I can make. I hope you like it. I I can imagine how much content is going to be pushed out with AI doing all the all the grunt work yeah it's, it's gonna be insane oh yeah well it's already crazy but you know it's not a bad thing because i always tell people i'm like you know what what seo has taught us is that uh you know the content creator could essentially decide the answer whether they're should or not because they know how to get that answer found and you optimize for the keyword google indexes it based on whatever the traffic and whatever generated doesn't necessarily mean that information is good versus AI, where it's an aggregate of way more information. And now they're feeding it to the person based on how they ask questions and how they consume information necessarily. So like you were saying about video versus, you know, asking the questions through video or asking the questions through audio and using text instead, you could probably do the same for the content that's being generated too, right? I mean, you could read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... If it's, if it's content, yeah, but uh, you, you gain a lot when it's lead generation, when it's a funnel, when it's a sales process to use video rather than like the typical thing with the, you know, the survey funnel, right? It's all text, right? And that's where I think, um, type form is kind of the, the leading technology in that space. Right. Mm -hmm. And you'll see the, okay. Take the quiz, right? Are you are you this? Are you that? And, and you get twenty questions to ask or to answer, and that's all text based. But it's not very engaging, you know. And it's and because it's a it's a sequence of questions, it, it's you don't have like a conversation. It doesn't mm. feel like a conversation. And I wonder when I'm doing that, like, are they actually going to use any of this information? And then I'll get to the end of it. And there's a video or a webinar or something to watch. And I, I highly question <laughs> if, if they've done anything at all with that, with that information. Yeah. Well, I could attest to, I've seen it before where no, no matter what you answer, you're going to land on that same page with the same information. And yeah, you're probably right that they ask actual answers probably didn't matter so much but even if they did because we have we have our marker type survey and it has four different types and you answer the questions they'll say what type you are but again even doing four answers is a significant amount of work mm -hmm. to, 
to make happen. You know, it's not just like, oh, it just happens. Like, you can customize it. And four is a lot. Four is more than one piece of content. So, you know, in order to facilitate what you're talking about, you probably need 50 pieces of content, right? Yeah. Yeah, that that wouldn't be outside of the, uh, too far away from the the actual number. Oh, yeah. There you go. Good guesser. Uh, <laughs> so in the sense, so just implementing this, like what, what is the process? Is it, Hey, we got to, you know, come up with the potential questions or do you just start with like, Hey, here's what we're trying to communicate and here's what data is going to be queried. And then how long does this whole thing take? And or from like, yeah, we need a generative lead magnet to here you go. Turn it on. Uh, how long does it take to make one? Yeah. Uh, well, we have it all like scripted out, templated out. So a lot less time than it normally would. And it's really important that you get the questions right. Mm. Like if you get the questions wrong, it just messes it all up. Then it doesn't work. So what's really important is getting the questions right. Making sure you have easy questions, making sure you have questions that matter making sure you have questions that are compelling and that people are going to answer. Mm. But once you have that, it's kind of like a plug and play process where you just kind of go along, fill in the blanks. We've done all the heavy lifting. So we know what, uh, we know what works. We just a matter of getting the questions right and, uh, plugging it in to, uh, to a formula mm. and then taking that and, you know, recording the videos, <laughs> which is work, and uh, putting it into Video Ask. I suppose you could use one of these fancy AI uh, avatars to do it. I, I don't, I don't think those are ready for prime time. Maybe, yeah, in, maybe in certain certain niches that might work, where you know, it, people don't want it to be personal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are cases like that, you know. Yeah. If I'm looking for a solution where I'm just like, I just need the answer. Just uh, don't sell me anything. Or I'm ready to buy. Still don't sell me anything. Just or, or certain cer- certain sensitive topics like, mm. you know. Any number. <laughs> so there's always sensitive topics. Uh, but yeah, well, and that's another thing. I mean, you know, how um, deep do you get into not sensitive topics necessarily, but you know, in-depth topics. I mean, anything financial, like how much money do you make? Like that, some people are uh, very sensitive to that. Um, so do you try to avoid those kind of non-PC questions? No, um, you, but you would you would put it in a, like a multiple choice and give them ranges, right? Mm. Makes it easier to answer, like if it's... Yeah, and then, or you could put you could put it in an essay question, but it's like 20 minutes into the thing, right? At the end, rather than at the beginning. That makes sense. Do you have a time period where like, you know, we want people to be able to get this questionnaire done within X amount of minutes? It's about a 20 minute process. A 20 minute. Some people are, are kind of verbose and they, they write a lot in the essay section. So they may have taken longer, but that's good. I mean, the longer they take it really, I mean, the better. Yeah. So they're more committed to getting it done. Um, I was just thinking in terms of like, do people get burnt out? Cause I've done that before where it's like, Hey, take this quick survey. And then like, I'm 50 questions in, I think uh, you lied to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that does, that does happen. Um, especially if there's no interaction, right? Like if you're answering 20 questions, you're, you're not getting any gratification 
until the end. Oh, where is this point. way you're getting gratification at every question. Because when you answer a question, now I'm gonna get I'm gonna give you a, a maybe a two minute video or a three minute video that's relative to the answer you just gave me. And so you're getting gratification every mm -hmm. time. And so your odds of moving through that process are much better. No, it's yeah, that makes total sense. Well, and, and like you said, it's not just doing a survey, you're actually getting feedback throughout based on the answers and and whatnot. And and just so everybody knows, you know, just from a creating this manually prospect, like this would take forever. Like you'd have to figure every path somebody could take for 10 questions, including an essay question, which I don't well, think that's possible. It, 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 be, <laughs> it becomes linear at some point, right? Yeah. Like by the time you get to the essay questions, it's linear. It's not going ranching here and ranching there. No, yeah. <laughs> but it is, you know, it's like an exponential uh, equation. So, you know, it's easy to get out of hand. So you got to be kind of strategic about how you do it. So is the, the videos that are generated, are they a person, like you can see the person talk or is it more like an overlaid video with audio presentation? I, I like to use the person talking, mm -hmm. but it would have elements of other stuff like B-roll and like images and PowerPoints and stuff. Doesn't have to be fancy. Uh, I like I like to have more of like a, just a personal talking head thing. But you you have all the the same like editing best practices that you would have when you're you know creating a video ad. Mm. Lots of movement and and you know pushing in, pulling out, even though there's nothing really happening. But like a talking head, you don't need as many you know car crashes and bombs going off as you would in an ad they've already been there right yeah. they've ar they've already responded to the ad so you can dial it back a little bit but you still need you know those uh editing best practices in the video so the video itself is it uh like two to five minutes or what's the the first one very short um mm -hmm maybe 30 seconds oh okay so you can get that interaction get them to answer the, the question the first question and then it will get a little bit longer maybe 90 seconds two minutes third one a little bit longer maybe three minutes and then the, the fourth level is the is the key level which is the story so you're telling them a story so that one might be five minutes mm -hmm. and then after the story then you get kind of the pitch like Here's why you should hop on a discovery call or a strategy session or whatever you want to call it. And that one might be three or four minutes. So they're pretty, pretty short. Yeah, no, it's, that all sounds like, you know, not a crazy amount of content, but also you need to consider, you know, is the user going to watch it? <laughs> uh, do you have any stats on that? Just in terms of like average watch through rate for the different stages of video? I do have the statistics, not, not at the top of my head. <laughs> And not at the tip of my tongue, but yeah, you get that statistic from uh, Video Ask. Okay. So I'll say like, hey, this one kicked butt. Because, you know, we, we always look at like YouTube metrics and you're like, okay, well, you know, you want your average watch through rate to be 30 to 40% of the video is watched. Like that's your goal. We look mostly at the first one. The right? first one. That's the yeah. best indicator. Yeah. And, that's, and then you've also got to get them to actually start watching the video. So that would be another... Uh, mm. KPI, right? That makes sense. And then, well, I guess if you've done the 20 minute questionnaire and you've watched the five minute video, I'm guessing that's a shoe in for 
the call, right? Well, they have to get right to the end. And, and right at the end, the last step is to, to actually book the call. So right inside of the video, um, a calendar pops up and they can book the call. So unless they do that, they didn't get to the end. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So you can't just like skip, 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 and then get to the video and be like, okay, here. You can't skip anything. Huh. That's really interesting. So have you seen um, one industry or another do better with this type of sales approach? Yeah. And anything where you're selling something significant and uh, typically intangible. Mm. So something of significant um, consideration, uh, considerable cost or uh, risk in making mm. the wrong decision. So it's definitely not for selling, I don't know, ebooks and widgets and cheap things like that. No, it's more like programs and masterminds and events. Yeah, yeah coaching, consulting, advisory, anything where there's, you know, some meat to the decision. That makes sense. No, love that. Well, I, I think this is a, a really novel approach to, to lead gen and then also just a uh, more productive uh, sales team use, I would say, because if somebody's gone through this process, you know everything about them and you can just tell them what they want to hear and I'm sure they'll, they'll jump in. Yeah, you get a, you get a high, uh, a high conversion rate. You have better calls. And uh, just just all around, it's it's a revolution in in lead gen. No, it sounds like it. Is is there some place where you go to see it in action? Or yeah, yeah, you can go to um, scienceofclientgetting.ai, and you'll see me there <laughs> in the uh, in the video nice. asking your questions. That's super cool. I think immediately after this, I'm going to check it out, and I'm going to suggest that. Everybody who's listening to this, uh, check it out as well, because I've actually, it's funny because, you know, we just got on here. I'm like, man, I haven't heard of anybody practically doing that. So this is fantastic. And I think it's, uh, like you said, it's a game changer. People be very excited. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, definitely go check out your website. Is there uh, somewhere else people can learn about you personally? Uh, no, just, just go to, to scienceofclientgetting.ai and you'll, you'll learn everything you need to know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Daniel. Uh, super informative. I, I love this approach. I think it, it sounds like a really uh, practical method to, to really change how you get leads and, and the quality of those leads and their ability to connect with the salesperson. I think it's, it's all gravy. So thank yeah. you so much. Well, thanks for having me. All right. And thank you for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. And please share this with that friend who is clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarketer.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketer. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, 
but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.